Distance Daddies. Welcome back to the 16th episode of Distance Daddies. On today's episode, we welcome All-American in Arkansas and professional runner with Hoka NAZ Elite, Chrissy Gear. We talk about her start in running from her family of runners and realizing how good she could become and how running has changed her life. We discuss the process of joining Hoka NAZ Elite, the transition to pro running, and her new young team. We finish up talking about her incredible running dog, Oats, some quick hit questions, and the daddy duos of best Halloween or scary movies. If you haven't already, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and follow us on Instagram at distance underscore daddies. And with that, let's get into it. On today's episode, we welcome Florida High School standout All-American in Arkansas and professional running with Hoka NAZ Elite, Chrissy Gear. Thanks for joining us, Chrissy. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited for this. Of course. Uh, to start, as we do with most of our guests, what got you started into running and what about like running appealed to you initially? Um, I think what got me started was the urging by my family. Um, my dad and two of his brothers, they ran in high school. My dad was more just like staying in shape for wrestling season, but his older brothers were like competitive runners. Um, and then both my grandparents like were hobby marathoners. So they weren't like super, super serious about it. But I mean, like they ran a couple times, like sub three hours, you know? Um, and they've run, they've run quite, quite a few. So yeah, big fans of distance running, even if it was just like for fun on, on my dad's side of the family and um by my by my sophomore year they talked me into running cross country and and stuff so um and then what appealed to me in the short term um I think I had some like I definitely worked hard but I had some talent that let me see like my progress relatively easy um and I was winning races and so that was like a lot of fun um but I guess it's like kept me in it um through college and and until now is just the I think the people that I've met um probably the people I've met and the places that I get to go because you get to meet so many people and yeah I just think like yeah running is a lot of fun because you meet so many people like you kind of all like sharing the suffering together um and yeah also it's probably cool places like you know Flagstaff uh for example I never thought I'd be living here so that's been sweet yeah awesome uh and then how did that then progress into college running um college running I I really just saw running as a means to an end like to get into college I didn't really have any interest in being competitive in, in college or like I don't know I was like yeah like, it's really fun if you PR but like if I never PR again like that's that's fine um I just want to get into college um and then my freshman year um I got to do you know my favorite um the 800 a lot indoor and then outdoor they were like you want to put you in the steeple um and I probably screamed and cried a little too much for an 18 year old girl but um I did it um and I made it to NCAAs and I made it to USA's um and world juniors 
Um, and like those kind of gave me glimpses of like, oh, hey, if you apply yourself, like you could have a future in this. Um, and then kind of had a setback my sophomore year, just mostly some like mental things and just like, I don't know, wasn't handling the lifestyle or like, yeah, the I guess like life outside of running, you know, and like, I don't know, I obviously translated in my results my sophomore year because I didn't do as great. And then my junior year started taking it more seriously. And then by the end of my junior year, I was at Arkansas and then saw even like bigger progression in that season kind of made me realize like, okay, like if you keep consistently building, like, uh, yeah, you could, you could have a future at this, you know, if this is something that you might want to do in two years. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. What about Arkansas appealed to you when you were transferring? Oh, the people. Um, when I was uh, when I was transferring, I I was so sold that I was going to Boulder. Um, I was like, even if they aren't going to take me on their team as a walk on, because um, I did. I tried to ask Billy Nelson at 2019 Cross Nats. So I was like, hey, I'm entering the portal. Um, as like as soon as you get back from nationals um on on monday when it opens like hypothetically if i did would you guys take me to walk on and he was like i can't answer that um i was like well it's like boulder bust and even if they don't take me like i'll join a run club or something um and i ended up being talked into taking a visit by one of my good friends who transferred the special friday from the socon um she transferred me to chat to arkansas and my dad they both like check it out when coach harder like reached out like can't it can't hurt take a visit you know um and within the first like 30 minutes of being there it was like literally like just in the car with like the girls from the team and i was like this is where i need to be um like just i don't know just feeling like their chemistry and like how they interacted i was like this is like i don't know people that that i want to be around so yeah that's great how were some of those like bigger meets like the Pen relay like four by fifteen hundred, uh, where you guys set like the national record. Very stressful. Um, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> my teammate Abby, uh, like my NAD teammate, was telling me. Um, I think it was last week. She's like, um, like yeah, you watched that replay video. Like it was like so exciting, and I was like, yeah. Um, if they didn't push the the race up, I was going to tell Coach Harder that he needed to put like. Because we had an alternate, I was gonna be like, we need to put our alternate in. Like, I'm gonna start sobbing. Like, I'm, I'm terrified. I can't do this. But it happened to be where they moved the race up without like telling us, and so we got back from our cool down. Um, and as we're like we're jogging in, like Coach Harder's like kind of like like walking really quickly at us, and he's like, "You guys need to get to start like now. Like, they're they're getting ready to start the race." So I don't really have time to do that. Um, and so I just kind of like I don't know, try to think about what my teammates would have done in that race. And I knew that my teammates would have would have given life and given nothing but their best. And so I try to do that. But um, I don't know. I feel like something I, I definitely still struggle with is, like, I guess, handling the spotlight um, or handling big, big races. Yeah. Do you have any, like, uh, things you do or mechanisms to, like, help, like, combat that that you've learned over the years? Um, usually, so... I I was like super lucky um, up until like this, I think up until this year I've always had a teammate in a race, um, and so it was just like oh you work out with them like in workouts and you work together like do that in a race and so it's super easy to like find my teammate and just kind of follow them around, um, and then in I guess like I said pin relays you know I technically didn't have a teammate beside me but I was just thinking about my team and thinking like 
what would they do? You know, like you have to make them proud. Um, or I'll just like kind of role play almost where I'll try to pretend to be the person that like I want to be, you know? And I'm like, okay. And like my, the very best version of myself would be like so confident, unfazed, like she would thrive under pressure. And so I just try to like, I don't know, step into that role. And even though I don't like fully feel that um, yet, I hope I will eventually, you know, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I try to do that. I try to be confident and be the sort of person that I know other people see me as. Yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Once you were, I guess, last year, uh, thinking about like what you were going to do after school was professional running like something you were aiming for or just kind of like a pleasant surprise that like came along um I think both it was for a while I know at the end of my um true senior year so the end of 2021 I thought that's what I wanted to do because I was on a roll and then um again kind of slipped back into the like letting my personal life take over and interfere with my running by my like this last year um and then just kind of started doubting myself and being like, well, is that something you want to do? Like, it's something you're even capable of. Um, and I kind of come to the decision after Penn Relays, like, yes, I want to keep running, but no, if it's going to be that stressful. Um, and so I thought, like, I started looking around. I was like, I'm just going to get a job and then, like, train on the side just for fun. And if I run fast in the future, cool. If not, like, it's not the end of the world. Um but then, and then, yeah, so I was going to stay in Arkansas and, like, train under my coach and train with, like, the, the college girls um, or, you know, Logan and um, Logan's pro now and is and Lauren still have eligibility, but, like, they're, I think they're still a lot better than me. So it's, like, I would have training partners. You know, it's not like I'm, like, better than the college girls. Uh, but then NAZ kind of came along and, and they gave me an opportunity that, like, like so, like, I, I was originally dying running, going pro, but... I don't know. It just like they kind of appeased my anxiety and offered me things like I feel like I needed to be successful if running was going to be the only thing that I did. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm like talking in circles and you're like, what are you? No, no, no. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. No. So it was like a very, a very pleasant surprise because I was ready to like get whether it's a full time job or a part time job, just like work somewhere out in Arkansas. Um, Yeah. But no, they stepped in. They're like, come out to Arizona. Uh, It's like, okay, sweet. Yeah. What were those things they offered you that you like felt you needed to be successful? Um, they didn't really seem to beat down like we want you making teams, like we want you running these times. This is what we expect of you. Like very, um, like I don't know. They just really seemed to stress the importance of having a balance in life and having a personal life outside of running. Um, and they believe that by like having that happiness outside of outside of your running life that will translate in your running life um and I felt like that's kind of that's really what I needed also um like they really stress community service um and that's that's like a a big thing for me sometimes especially like when I get like really depressed I find something that like brings me out of that is doing stuff for other people and making other people happy and that kind of makes me feel like I'm I'm worth something or I'm doing something in life um and so I thought that those would be really helpful and like keeping the stress off of worrying about just running. Um, and that like, yeah, I guess just like feeling fulfilled in my outside life, like would be a lot easier to be fulfilled and happy in my running life. Um, it also doesn't hurt, you know, having a, a wonderful team with like yeah. great partners and really encouraging people. Um, yeah, everyone's always got such like a positive energy. 
I don't know if it's just like it's a new thing and like it's gonna die down in a couple months, but <laughs> I'm, I'm always excited to like to go to practice. Um, I got my uh my grid for this week and it's like the biggest mileage week I've ever done in my life. And like, I think usually I'd be like, oh shit, like I'm kind of scared, but like I was really excited. Um, I was really yeah, I was really excited for it. And I know like yeah, the days that like I have hard days, like I just get pulled along or just encouraged. Um, like for example, if it's an easy run a lot of the girls on the team are like, dude, like just run your pace, just slow down. You know, like you don't need to kill yourself out here. And so it's really, really helpful having that, like, I don't know, voice of reason that's coming from someone else and not just, not just myself. Yeah. We interviewed uh, Ben Rosario a couple of months back. uh, And he just kind of talked about how like that culture and everything was like the most important thing for that team um, versus like some other teams that are just kind of like the win at all costs, like mentality. So I think that's awesome. And I think a lot more groups should kind of move like towards that. How's like the change to Flagstaff been just having spent like your whole life in the like South? Um, it's been, it's been very exciting. Um, but sometimes I think the excitement can't like, it can't cover everything. Um, I get really depressed out here sometimes, like this last week or two, because it's like just me, and I don't know yeah. what to do. Like, like I obviously I have I have teammates and and I have friends and we we hang out, you know, two or three times a week outside of practice. But for the most part of my day, I'm like, what am I doing out here? Like, how do I end up out here? Um, but yeah, like I said, you know, um, I think I mentioned before the call, like you know, we're trying to take advantage of it. Um, and so Olin and his girlfriend, Emma, were like, hey, like, do you guys want to camping this weekend? And so they have a place picked out. And so myself, um, them, and then Abby and her boyfriend, Kevin, we're going to go for a little camping trip. Um, so that's going to be awesome. And I think that's like one of the nice things is to like take a step outside of your head um, and just appreciate what's, what's around you. So yeah. It's been really, really easy to do that out here. Have you guys made it yeah. out to Pawtucket? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know how gorgeous it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's sweet. How has like the training been? I mean, you mentioned you're running the most that you ever have, but just like, uh, how's it different from what you were doing in Arkansas? Like, how are you like adapting with it or stuff like that? I hope I'm adapting well. Um, <laughs> It's very different. I feel like Arkansas, we had a lot of like high intensity stuff, um, but it's just been, and I, and I think it will change obviously as, uh, depending on what point of the season run, but right now we're just base building. And so we're doing a lot of threshold and like slower stuff. And so the track, like middle distance side of me is like, what are, what are we doing? Like, I want to go fast. Um, but I know that it's going to, I know it's going to pay off in the long run. Um, so I didn't really, I was kind of in like the 50 to 55 range, like my whole college career. And now I'm going to be at, I think, 65 this week. Um, and I didn't really double. And so I had three doubles this week. Um, and then I just started. So I had to take like nine-ish weeks off in the summer. Um, and so this is like, I'm finishing up two months of being back to running. Um, and so they're just now giving me two workouts a week. And so Tuesday was Hill's. And today was three by eight minute, um, like threshold intervals. Um, and so it just kind of seems very like, I like, I kind of want to do more or like I want to do faster, but 
I don't know. It's um, it's kicking my butt either way. And I'm just like really happy to trust Alan and, and Jenna and uh, just, I don't know, let them, I, cause I know what they know what they're doing. Um, and I trust it'll, it'll pay off. Um, we had a really good team meeting about the importance of having a good foundation for your home. So I'm laying that foundation down and hopefully it'll carry me along in the summer. Yeah, definitely. Is there like kind of like split groups depending on, I mean, you guys are all kind of like shorter distance stuff and then you have the like marathoners. Do you guys like see them as much or you're kind of like separate? Um, we see them a lot on like easy days and like, just like regular runs. Yeah. Um, even workouts sometimes like we'll work out from the same spot, but they're just going, um, they're just like going off a different way or they're doing a different workout. So today we didn't, um, it's usually a workout group. It's myself, Abby and Katie Wasserman. Um, and I, I'm sure that'll be switched around later on, but the marathoners are doing their marathon training because most of them are in season right now. But yeah, see them for the regular runs and then we'll see them for most warm-ups. Um, and then they go do they go do their workout and then we go do ours. But yeah, no, so I that's probably one of my favorite parts about I don't know about this one. I've seen my favorite like things I love about being on the team. First thing I really, really love about being on the team is like having, you know, Abby and Katie as training partners, but also having um these older women who have like been in the running scene so long and have accomplished so many amazing things and like get into like look up from them look up to them and learn from them so it's I think it's such a cool dynamic yeah for sure do you feel like you focus more on like the little things as a pro runner now like stretching <laughs> and like massage like all that good stuff um so that was one of the things that like definitely slipped last year that I think made a big difference was I wasn't putting as much energy into the little things and then similar work um and like the rolling out and rehab but i know that if i want to make it through a 65 mile week um i really need to so i have like eight pounds of epsom salts under my back um and then i have a pair of normatex that i finesse from arkansas um i hope they don't come at me because i i really need <laughs> <that>. um <laughs> i only had them because they like they left them with me from NCAAs to the trials in eugene last year and I was like, I can bring them back. And the trainer was like, or don't like, we're getting this like performance center. We're getting all new gear anyway. So it's probably going to be thrown out. And I was like, okay, well, I'll bring it back anyways, if you guys want it. Um, and they never asked for it back. And so I've, I've used them ever since. Um, so I like Norma Tech a good, like almost every night. And then like Epsom salt every other night. Um, and I went nuts with my carb loading. Um, when I was at the grocery store, so I had this like huge box of like, pasta some rice some quinoa um but yeah definitely really trying to to pay attention to the little things um yeah that's yeah like rolling out every time i epsom salt i roll out afterwards um yeah yeah definitely putting in a lot more a lot more time there because i'm like i want to be able to run tomorrow so i gotta i gotta work for it yeah you guys have like a team like nutritionist or like pt or strength trainer or anything or is that kind of just up to your own choice um nutritionist no pt and strength trainer yes we go to hypo two right now um which is i think most teams who come up here for the outstood camps um they come here um i know like olympians for like swimming or whatever like when they come up here like a lot of them will go to hypo two <laughs> and it's like two chiropractic brothers who also do so they'll do like our like pt um if you need like needles or stuff like that and they also do our weight sessions, like our strength sessions. Um, and we're getting a new um, performance facility 
And so it's like being renovated right now, but it's going to be exclusively like NAZ elites um, in like January or February, I think. And they're still going to be having Wes and AJ, who are the guys who run Hypo 2. Um, they'll still have them be riding like our strength workouts, um, even though we're in a different facility. But that's where we're at right now. Um, there might be, I haven't looked at the list yet. So NAZ definitely likes to provide resources. They understand like the importance of that. And on one of our first emails this summer that had like, here are things like you get, like here are things you need to set up. Um, we get four session, I think four paid for sessions a week to go to like a massage therapist. There's like this like um on the list is like this like cranial person who like works on like your neck. So I don't know that side of things. Um Cairo, sports psych. Um, there might be a nutritionist on there. And yeah, so like you get like four a month. And so you just like anything pays for that. Anything like like if you do want to do like five or six sessions a month, you pay the last two out of pocket, but they try to give you like one like outlet a week. Um, so they might have, yeah, they might have nutrition on there, but it's not like an official like team nutritionist. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Sounds like a lot of good benefits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's one of the things I loved about like being like on a team. Cause like if I had an individual contract, I don't think that I would do due diligence to like set that stuff up you know for myself and yeah. i think that you're kind of like responsible for that and so it's, it's really nice to be part of the team and like they take care of all that for you during the deal like process was an individual sponsorship like possible and you just chose between or what did that look um like? i think so so my agent told me like hey these these two brands or these whatever like these two other brands i think I don't, I don't want to like say the wrong thing. Well, if I'm like, oh yeah, it was Adidas. And then Adidas is like, we didn't want you. Um, but there are two other brands that he told me were interested. Um, but I wasn't, I don't know. I had no interest in being an individual like sponsored athlete. And so I'd never asked him to entertain those. Um, so it possibly could have been a, a group sponsor. It could have been a team sponsor, but I was like, I just, I really like what Hope was doing. Um, so I just kind of went, put all my eggs in, in that basket. Yeah. How does like the strength training look? Did you guys do a lot of that in Arkansas? So mm -hmm. it's kind of like new or th about the same or they do slightly different stuff? Um, They do slightly different stuff, but I think it's kind of like going towards the same thing. Obviously like strength side, um, like injury prevention. I don't know. I guess like probably your average cross country weights. Like we do a lot of kettlebell swings. Um it's very individualized. So I like, I've seen people in the weight room doing stuff that like I've never seen done before. Um, and it's kind of like, they look at you and they kind of give you what you need. And so I'm not, I don't feel like I'm doing very basic stuff. Maybe it's like four week cycles. So maybe by the next cycle, like they'll have me doing, um, trap or deadlift. I've seen some people do that. I'm not at that stage yet. Um, but yeah, a lot of kettlebell swings, a lot of like lunges, are they called fireman carries? You know, the ones where you like hold the kettlebells like down at your side yeah, we'll do stuff like that. Oh yes. Um, and then obviously core, we have like, before you start, you have these like warm up drills you have to go through. Um, and they differ per like, depending on which session, like what you're working. Um, I, they're a lot more like the weights that I did when I first got to Arkansas, but not the weights I did when I finished. Um, last year, they let me start doing the Olympic lifts with the sprinters. And I had a lot of a lot of fun with that, um, but I don't think, like, I don't know. I don't think those sort of things are gonna help. Mm. 
maybe that's just not, I think it's just not what I need right now. I think when I was on the track doing more explosive stuff and that explosive movement was like very productive for that. But right now I need like strength and stability. And so that's what, that's what they're giving me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. When you had those nine weeks off, was that from an injury that you were coming back from? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was totally worth it. We did this like, so have you guys been to Arkansas or at least Fayetteville? I haven't been to Fayetteville, but I've been to Arkansas. Okay. Yeah, I have. So, yeah, when I was living in Arkansas, and I was in the portal, and I was like, dude, what's out there? It's literally Arkansas. That state doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's gorgeous, you know, if you haven't been to Fayetteville. Um, and they have so many, like, trails, like, usually biking trails. Um, but, like, I, Oates and I kind of, like, hike around them, walk around them, whatever. And there's three major trailheads. And so yeah, we made a loop that, like, connects all three of them. Um, and I, I kind of there's i didn't tear it entirely there was a tear in my peroneal tendon um from that run they're like it was kind of hurting and i, I thought it was like my planner and i was like i'll just roll it out and be fine and the next morning like, i couldn't i couldn't walk on my right ankle um and yeah kind of yes. i don't know I, thought, I mean i thought it was worth it i was like it was a fun <laughs> run um it's the summer that's like the the best time to get injured if you're ever gonna get injured um because i've it's not like i'm in a rush to get back to cross country and yeah. I think it was a good reset for me. Like I need, I don't know. I really need to practice patience and not trying to like push it when I should be giving myself a break. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, that might be the best thing that happened to me. And I had a lot of fun doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Has Hoka given you like good opportunities? Like I saw you got to go back and like interview people for like chili pepper uh after the race and obviously you got to see like all your teammates and stuff at the same time yes oh yeah that was my favorite um so before i got like before i I had a tear in my tendon i don't want to say i tore my tendon because like it sounds so dramatic um before i got before i like got a little willy on my ankle um i was planning on racing like in the summer and then ended up not working and like in the summer and then i wanted to race cross country in the fall at least like go like because it's in October and be like hey can I go chili pepper and race it um but then yeah, I got hurt realized it wasn't gonna be a possibility and I was like it stinks and then like they emailed me and they were like do you want to go out as an ambassador out there and I was like do I want to go out like yes <laughs> um so it was yeah that was super awesome they sent Abby the week before um to the Dave Sa- Sanders Dave Saunders me in Denver um unfortunately they didn't have a race in in Wisconsin and so Olin didn't really get a get to go home but yeah that was a really cool opportunity um and i think we'll have i think we'll have more um i know it's like part of our contract is i don't, I don't know exactly how to describe it but i guess like go out make an appearance um via what they call it like pr stuff um yeah so hopefully there'll be more opportunities like that in in the future i know is it next week or the week after it's the end of the month though um they had the regional meet around here for high school or is it middle school cross country. Um, and so we get a volunteer and help out at that. And I don't know if that's like on like to represent Hoka or just to help. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited for that. You know, like, you know, you spoke to Ben, so you understand his, how important community services for him. And so he set that up. Um, yeah. And I think everyone on the team is, is looking forward to that. Nice. Um, how often have you been able to go like back to Fayetteville? Like, more than you thought you would or still like not enough um just that once so far so i this is my what fourth week out here right i moved out in the middle of 
August or September? Okay, I'm about in the middle of August, September. Um, and so they sent me home like two weeks later. They're like, we've had enough of you for two weeks. Go back to Fayetteville. Um, so then I went home to Fayetteville. Um, <laughs> um, so that's been like the one time. I don't, I'm sure there'll be more opportunities in the future. If I was like, hey, I really want to go home for this weekend. Is that okay? Um, the coaches seem really like understanding of stuff like that, as long as you're not like in the heat of competition. Yeah. Um, but they seem to treat you like adults, like you are, you know. But I'm very happy with just staying put right here. Um, part of that is that I want to fully like adjust and absorb what I'm doing and where I'm at. Um, and the other part of it is it's really expensive to fly out of Arizona. <laughs> I found yeah, um, so I don't really have money to go home. Um, I really want to do an indoor meet. Um, and I've, I've kind of dropped the idea to the coaches, so we'll see, but I mean, if they'll send us back out in January, February to go race at Razorback, like, I think that'd be, I think that'd be really sweet. Um, but yeah, yeah no, I haven't gotten to go home too often. Yeah. I did see you helped Lauren convert her little Caesars pizza van. Over the <laughs> that thing is amazing. Oh, I know. I saw it firsthand. <laughs> I love it. Um, I mean, you you spoke to Lauren. You know, she's like one of the best people to to ever exist. So, yeah. I yeah, know that was. Um, I was out here, like just part of like my summer road trip when like our men's our Arkansas men's team was out here for their um, kind of like cross country camp. Um, and it's what like an hour and a half, two hours from Flagstaff down to where her dad is. And so I just like drove down there and I was like, I'll help out, you know. And I know they could have done it without me, but like she was nice enough and like gave me a couple like tools and was like okay, here you go, you know? Um, so I felt like I was doing something, but. Yeah, it turned out really cool. I was surprised. Oh, it's so awesome. I think it's gonna look so much cooler, like, cause she's gonna put, um, or she was thinking about anyways, putting like a tapestry up top and then like, like covering the wall somehow. So like, as you've seen, like right now, it kind of looks very like surgical, like. Yeah. She's what you get, but I think she's gonna add her own like flair and creativity. So it's gonna look a lot cooler. Yeah, that'll be good. As long as she doesn't uh, cover up the little Caesars on the outside. Mm-mm. I think she's keeping that. Okay, good. What do you have like upcoming races on your calendar? So it's very tentative. Um, but as long as, because I, I don't think they want to put any like stress or pressure on us and be like, you have to be ready by this time. But they're like, if you're ready by this time and if you want to race in December, we're going to do the club cross snacks in the one in California, not the one in Texas. Um, Oh, we were gonna do that phrase. Are you the California one or the Texas one? Yeah, the San Francisco one. Oh yay! Okay. Um, my dad. I was just talking to my dad like an hour ago. And I was walking oats, and he asked, and I was like, "It's in Sacramento or San Francisco?" I don't like. I knew it was one of the SA like, like parts of California. Um, yeah. So our women's team was doing that, and then I think our men's oh. team is going to the Austin one, and I'm really glad we're doing the Austin one because um, five k and six k is a lot for me, and I heard the Austin one is eight k. Um. So that'd be a little, little challenging. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully I'll be, I'll be healthy and uh, ready to, to roll. I mean, not yeah. anything super special, you know. Probably just be like a tempo effort. But I mean, mm-hmm. a race is a race. I'm, it, it's fun anyways. Yeah. What race distance are you focusing on, just in the future? The fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then do you have goals for that, like long term or short term? I haven't thought too hard about this. I kind of want to like talk to the coaches. Want them to tell me. Um, in a perfect world, 
I <laughs> she sees a stranger and um, in a perfect world, I will PR this year and make it to a final, like a USA final. Um, but I feel like a perfect world is not whatever happens, you know, and usually it's supposed to be like a, um, usually I feel like it takes people, you know, two or three years to kind of hit their, hit their stride and figure out what they're doing, um, and then reap the benefits and the training they put in. And then you have this like really awesome, um, like rare cases, like, you know, like a Sage Herda who is just so damn good and so damn consistent that like she can go right to the pro world and kick butt already. But I think sometimes people see that as like, oh, that's the baseline. That's the norm when like, that's the exception. And then people who don't do well right away, like they write them off and it's like, no, it takes, it takes time, you know? So hopefully I will like be able to do something similar maybe not like to that extent but like to be able to progress linearly i don't even know if i'm saying that right um anyways i would like to pr that's all i know right now um <laughs> and if that doesn't come this year then i'm sure that the work i put in this year will pay off next year or something but yeah makes sense and then we have some quick hit questions so what's a hobby outside of running Probably just like walking or hiking with oats all the time. I feel like it's what I it's what I do most of the time. Yeah. How has oats liked the change in scenery? Dude, she loves it. It's she's been I thought the altitude would humble her, but I think it made her stronger. I took her for my morning and my afternoon run Wednesday. So she made it all of like ten and a half miles with me and like that wasn't enough. Like she was just like so bored. Damn. Um and then on <laughs> last Saturday, like we walked for a little over two, I guess then we hiked, whatever, for a little over two hours. So I ended up getting almost six and a half miles in on the day. So I know she had have gotten like eight at least because like her and um, my friend Emma's dog, Roscoe, like they were like running up and down the trail, like going wherever, you know, like chasing each other. And so they definitely got more distance, right? And we get home and I'm like, all right, she'll nap for a couple hours. And no, she was like, come on, play with me. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, she's got she's got a lot more energy than I do right now. So I think I think she's been liking it. Is she like a ridgeback or what is she? Um, I don't know how have you asked that when she was younger. She's a little hound mix. Oh. Um I haven't gotten her full DNA test. Come here. <laughs> um, I think she's got black mouth fur. She's tearing to her stuff animal. Um and she's kind <laughs> of a little brown dog. Um, but they told me when I got her, she was like a beagle, kind of a leopard hound mix. Um, and you can't really see it, but like, hi, hi. Can I see this? My step this way. This used to be a little more gray, like the kind of leopard hound, but now she just kind of has turned brown. Oh. Um, and I think the bark, the woo, I think that's coon hound. Um, so yeah, yeah it's all my little hound mix. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very cute. She is very sweet. We'll do a little DNA test sometime. Huh? I said we'll do a DNA test sometime. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But I don't know very many dogs that can run ten and a half miles at seven thousand feet. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. Um, but maybe I've just had her in the house too long, and this is like all she needed. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Like, so I feel like I'm pretty active and outgoing. Um, like or like outdoorsy, or at least like 
don't know if I'd say like by regular standards or by distance runner standards. Um, and like Lauren humbled me. I feel like she makes me look very lame. Um, and it's funny where like our dogs are very similar to that where I'm like, okay, Oach is very active. She's outdoorsy, like she's down to clown, you know? Um, and Lauren's dog just like, dicks on oats and makes oats seem so like docile and like boring (laughs) it's so funny to me (laughs) my uh, roommate actually found her dog like halfway through my fence like trying to get into our like neighbor's yard that's hilarious it's just like bored and like wanted to play or yeah it's like (laughs) the fence is like broken and she just like tried to shove her way through that's funny um our other questions are what is your favorite food i can't go wrong with a good burger you know i feel like good day or bad day like i i love a good burger maybe it's like a classic burger or like one's like specialty like cheese and um mushrooms and bacon and the caramelized onions or like <laughs> i don't like i just i i love a good burger nice uh favorite place to run so like trail or location like anything like that mm. not just the flagstaff i, love, staff, I but love trail runs i don't know if i have like a one specific location i do i do love trail runs maybe not like i couldn't do the vert you know like i can't go like i i start i i walked on wednesday's morning run because we we're going up mount eldon and then it was just like rocky and like straight up and I was like, all right, I'm walking this portion. Um, I don't know how I don't know how mountain runners do it. But, um, yeah, you didn't want to do sky peaks too. I wanted to. Um <laughs> I I don't think I would have made it through. I have I have a lot of respect for trail runners. I think that's so impressive. Yeah, I agree. Um, would you spend forty dollars for made from scratch burrata? <sighs> it, it was like this big. I think I would. You know, you ever like go to the farmer's market or something and like you're just in the moment. And like if you were to walk by it in a grocery store, you'd be like, oh hell nah. But then you're in a farmer's market and you're like, forty dollars for a piece of cheese? Like, sure I go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and everyone's like dressed up so cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just get home and you're emptying your bag and you're like, what the heck did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd have to be for my cute Amish lady, I think. You know? Yeah. I did that a couple weeks ago at the farmer's market here. I was like, oh, wow, these look like such good deals. And I, like, got a bunch of stuff. And then I, like, came home and I was like, wait, like, $5 for, like, carrots. Like, what was I doing? (laughs) They're, like, 96 cents. And then we have, what is a hidden talent you have? Hmm. I don't know that I have any hidden talents. I just don't think I have any talents in general. Oh, I can like memorize a lot of songs. It's a good talent. I don't like, yeah, I listen to a song once and then like the lyrics are on my head or like really old vines or like really old TikToks. Like, I don't know, the references get stuck in my head. Sometimes I make references and no one knows what I'm talking about. Um, and I think sometimes I like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm on the wrong side of TikTok. But other times, like, I think that they're like really popular sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's from like an old vine or something or not, and then like like the other Tuesday Tuesday morning, we're up this hill, and I'm going like it's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we did walk, and like no one on the team knew I was like they're like, haha, what? And I was like, 
you know, like the, the Dwayne Johnson rap, you know? And they're like, what? And I was like, okay, I don't know. Um, yeah, really weird niche references get like lodged in, lodged in my head. I don't know if that's talent, but that's what yeah. I got. What's the reference you use the most? Mm, mm, I'm just a reference. I say raw dogging a lot. <laughs> and I've seen that pop up on my TikTok recently where people are like, I need to get this out of my vocabulary. And I'm like, haha, I do that. Or the, you just like me for real. Have you seen those? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. Like some little, I don't even know how to describe it, but like someone like respond to something and they're like, "He just like me for real." I'm about to say like the oh, FR is yeah, real. Yeah. I say that to a lot of things, and people are like don't people don't know what I'm talking about. He's <laughs> like, "Uh huh, okay." <laughs> I, I have seen that actually. <laughs> and then we have our daddy duos. Uh, so our two favorite things of something and because it's October we're gonna do the daddy duo of scary slash Halloween movies oh. so you will go first and then Eric and then me and then we'll snake back mm, I like um what is it, the nightmare before Christmas is that it that like yeah mm-hmm. the animated one that one's really I like that one Classic. um I'll take Sinister. That one, no, that one wigged me. I don't really get scared by scary movies. I'm like, haha, that's crazy. But when it has like a bad ending, I think about that for like the rest of the day. Yeah, it had like a bad ending, and then it was, I don't know, all the tapes like got to me. Like, those are really creepy. So, good one. Uh, I'm going to go with Lights Out. Uh, I don't know if I saw that with you, Eric. I can't remember. I think so. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, one. Yeah, it's like this movie about this like lady that was like allergic to the sun or something when she was alive, and then she was like experimented on and died. And they like within the first like two minutes of the movie, they like already have like jump scares, and she like appears like whenever the lights like flash like she's in like the dark but whenever mm-hmm. there's light she like can't be there so it'll like flash and then she'll get closer and closer you know what movie actually scared me was it and like i watched it a second time and i wasn't as scared um but i remember it maybe it was my freshman sophomore year at Furman, and they were like oh we're gonna go watch this movie who wants to come and i was like me what's it about and they're like clowns and i was like okay um everything is about clowns and I guess it was, but like, I don't know, it was like a scary clown, you know? I just thought this boy went missing and he couldn't find his his little, like, balloon. I'm like, this is going to be a silly yeah. movie. And then all of a sudden the clown came and, like, ate him. And I was like, oh, my gosh! And the whole, like, rest of the movie, I was just like, I was, I was a little antsy. That is a scary one. I've seen, like, I don't know if the old one is, like, less creepy or more creepy. I haven't seen the old one. I should watch the old one. I yeah. just know the second one sucked. And then they tried to make it like an action movie towards the end. And then they had the like the lights that were going nuts. And I was like, this just kind of hurts my head. Like, this isn't even scary. Yeah. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to go with Us, the like Jordan Peele movie. That's a good one. I was just like, it's so freaky. Um, I'm going to go with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> 
It's a cult classic. Do you remember have you that, one? that one? I have not seen that one. I, I think it's on like Netflix or Hulu or something. I have um, Hulu. But it's just like it's so corny. Uh, and it's definitely like a cult classic. I think it was made in like the 80s or 90s or something. Uh, yeah, I think the whole thing might be on YouTube in parts, but yeah, it's pretty great. Um, speaking of bad endings, have you guys seen Creep? That's gonna be my second pick. Uh, I think so. It's the one so, where like yeah. the guy, the guy with the wolf mask, and he's like gonna die or something, and so he hires this guy online to come like shoot videos of him and he says it's for like his kid that he's gonna have that like he's gonna be dead by the time he has it or whatever and so he wants him to see these videos um i don't i don't want to spoil it like i don't think it's just like really creepy and weird and then the guy like is like all right i'm not doing this and then goes back home and he like keeps sending stuff to his house um yeah it's just it's a really like has i don't know if i say slow burn but it, it, like the movie moves really slow, and it's just very like the whole time it's kind of like what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check that one out because I haven't seen it. But the I think all of those movies are good for right now. I haven't watched any yet in October yet, so I feel like I need to catch up. But cool. Uh, well, that's all the questions we had. Uh, is there anything you would like to shout out? Like, where can people find you? Um, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't really, yeah, I mean, you probably could tell from my, uh, the, how long it took me to get back to you. I have a hard time, like, keeping up with, um, like, my social media. It's not because, it's not because I have a lot going on. I literally just get, like, two messages, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not, like, I'm not getting, like, messages, like, crazy. Like, I just, yeah, I just don't okay. really check that stuff. So, cool. do not, because I'd be like, oh, yeah, reach out to me here, and then I would never, never get back to anybody. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Of course.